The House has approved a $14 billion aid package for Israel. And for those who don't tip when ordering from DoorDash, the company has a warning for you. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is The Morning Rundown. Today is Friday, November 3rd. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. This morning, Secretary of State Antony Blinken has arrived in Israel, where he is expected to call for a humanitarian pause in Israel's strikes on Gaza in order to get aid to civilians and allow those with foreign passports to leave. In Washington on Thursday, the House approved a Republican-led aid package to Israel, which would provide $14.3 billion in assistance as Israel continues to retaliate against Hamas after the October 7th terror attack. The bill passed by a vote of 226 to 196, with 12 Democrats joining most House Republicans. Two Republicans voted against it. The package provides funding for Israel's defenses. It does not include any humanitarian aid for Gaza civilians. It also does not include any additional funding for Ukraine, which Democrats have been pushing for. The GOP-led bill would pay for the aid to Israel by cutting the IRS budget the same amount. Newly elected Speaker Mike Johnson said quick passage of the package through Congress is necessary and critical as Israel fights for its right to exist. However, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said the Senate will not consider the House's proposal, calling it deeply flawed. The White House has also come out to say if the House GOP's package lands on the president's desk, he will veto it. Classes are canceled today at Cornell University, with the school saying the move is due to the extraordinary stress over the past few weeks on campus. 21-year-old junior Patrick Dye was federally charged earlier this week with posting anti-Semitic threats to an online discussion board. He appeared in federal court on Wednesday but did not enter a plea and was returned back to the custody of U.S. Marshals. In another instance, the university president saying a report of a male displaying a pistol on campus this week was unsubstantiated, but the alert added to the stress Cornell is feeling. In an email to students, university leaders said Friday will be a community day for everyone to, quote, reflect on how we can nurture the kind of caring, mutually supportive community that we all value. Classes at Cornell are set to resume on Monday. Straight Arrow News' reporter Lauren Taylor looked at the rise of threats of violence on college campuses amid growing tensions due to the war between Israel and Hamas. You can find her report now on SAN.com. The eldest sons of former President Donald Trump took to the stand on Thursday in their family's $250 million civil fraud trial in New York. Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump both answered questions on their involvement with preparing financial documents at the center of New York Attorney General Letitia James's case, accusing them, their father, and his organization of inflating the value of the company and the former president's wealth. Trump Jr. telling the prosecution that he relied on the company's accountants to verify the accuracy of financial statements. He spoke to reporters about his testimony outside the courthouse. I mean, I think it's a truly scary precedent for New York. Uh, for me, for example, before even having a day in court, I'm apparently guilty uh, of fraud for relying on my accountants to do 
wait for it, accounting. I mean, think about that. What, what does that do for literally any other business? You pay experts millions of dollars to be experts. In his testimony, Eric Trump said he did not have any involvement with the financial statements that are part of the attorney general's case. Donald Trump and his sons have denied any wrongdoing. The former president and his daughter Ivanka Trump are set to testify next week. A request from Ivanka to postpone her testimony was denied by a court on Thursday. Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX, was found guilty on all charges in his fraud and conspiracy trial on Thursday, nearly a year after his company filed for bankruptcy. Bankman-Fried was convicted on seven counts of wire fraud, securities fraud, and money laundering after prosecutors say he was caught stealing $8 billion from his customers in what they called one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. The jury deliberated for four hours before delivering the guilty verdict following the month-long trial. Bangman-Fried's sentencing is set for March 28th. He faces up to 110 years in prison. A warning for DoorDash customers who don't usually tip, you may be waiting longer to get your food. The delivery service has announced it is testing out an alert system notifying users who are not planning to tip that without that incentive, orders are less desirable for dashers and could lead to longer wait times. The alert also asks customers, are you sure you want to continue without tipping? DoorDash says not every non-tipping user will receive the alert during this test run, and the company will analyze the results of the pilot to see if this is something they will roll out nationwide in the future. Finally this morning, we have a reminder to turn your clocks back this weekend. Early Sunday morning, daylight saving time ends in most of the country, meaning we gain an hour of sleep, but we also lose an hour of daylight. Because of the time change, AAA says there may be an uptick in accidents on the road. The company telling drivers to stay focused when traveling in the afternoon because it will now be darker when leaving the office. Some members of Congress have worked on legislation to end the twice yearly time switch, with the Senate passing the Sunshine Protection Act in 2022. But after stalling in the House, Senator Marco Rubio reintroduced the bill in March this year, but it remains idle after being sent to a committee. This means you still need to make sure you set your clocks back before you go to bed on Saturday night if they don't already change automatically. These are your top stories for this Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the Morning Rundown newsletter to get the top stories each weekday morning. Just go to san.com rundown to sign up. Unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here on Monday. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great weekend. Thank you.